0: Welcome to this week's episode of Married in the Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet.
1: Did you die in the shower and come back to life as an idiot?
0: I look forward to you cutting all of that out.
1: To put it at the end of the episode,
0: <laughs>
1: that was Word of Vomit 101.
0: Look, I've had a really...
1: As soon as you started, I was like, I can't even say anything because people are going to hear it later. I was like, they don't give you cans of soda at the movie theater. Because then people yeah, would throw those cans of soda at the, at the screen when the movie's bad.
0: Oh, that, was, that was part of my point. Um, look, I am just physically drained... I haven't even done anything. I did a twenty second plank.
1: And you were physically. done for the day. Meanwhile, I'm done I ran for the, my life. I ran two miles today, on top of like basically like the two miles we walked yesterday shopping everywhere.
0: I'm physically exhausted. I'm emotionally drained from this week. I'm just. Did you put? F- I burned my arm really badly. I have this gauze wrapped around my arm. It's a I, little mark. It's not a little mark. It's burning all the way up my arm. I am
1: Did you put an armadillo in apart. the laundry? Cause that's the loudest I've ever heard that washing machine ever.
0: I think I left the door open and
1: Can you go close it please while yeah. I do the normal intros and stuff? Because it's really loud. If I can hear it, odds are they can hear it. Yeah, they can hear it. If you're new here every single week, my wife is bad at the many jobs that she holds. And uh, I routinely put her on my back and carry her through a discussion about a random movie that we watch in our massive movie collection. Um, this week, it's the next installment in our Wrap It Up series, where we go back and watch all of the prequels, sequels, series of movies uh, from movies we've already watched in this podcast history. Is that better? Much better. It is May 31st, 2020. Uh, what's not going on?
0: I wish it was... December thirty first, twenty twenty. This year,
1: it's not even half over.
0: I man, this year's sucked.
1: It's been a year. I can't say this year has sucked. No, this uh, year's sucked. The this year has sucked. Ch- this year, this has, year sucked. has sucked. Uh, I'm doing everything in my power to make my year not suck. So yeah. in the midst of everything I, yeah, that's bad same. about this year, for me personally, and also everything that's been bad about this year in the world, Mm -hmm. especially as we're recording this on May 31st and the height of protests and riots and everything going on. We don't get into politics. We don't get into our feelings and emotions here because that's not our job. And as I think you so eloquently put the other day when we were talking about this, you were going to put something up on social media about It's like, I don't feel the need to because... I already surround myself in like-minded people that, that know how I feel and feel the same way that I that I do, so my words, and my thoughts, unfortunately, aren't going to be reaching anybody right. to change their mind or do right. anything. Yeah, so I'm private our, on
0: like all of my yeah. stuff, Like,
1: yeah. so our, I'm not putting
0: anything into right. the void. So
1: our role and our responsibility here is to help alleviate the stress and the worries of the world and hope that you get a little bit of entertainment out of this for about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and that's not just with this, but that's with COVID going on and everything else. But I've I've I'm I've been putting in work this year. I
0: Oh my god, just we got like the last twenty four hours with you have been my personal hell Because <laughs> what does that mean? Because you've lost forty pounds. I have. And suddenly in four months. Suddenly you're I wanna lose more. Yeah, but suddenly you're douchebag mullet all over again. I come home from work yesterday. I come home from work yesterday. <laughs> you're done. And I've had, like, Saturdays at work, I work three, three hours. hours. It's nothing. You don't
1: even work. You had, like, five customers yesterday, probably? Probably.
0: Probably. But I, I don't do a lot of, of work, but it's still draining. I mean, I'm still sitting there. I still have to, like, be on, and it's, oh, are you, drained? you know, frustrating. I come home, and this asshole comes, uh, greets me, and I look at him, I'm like, what the fuck did you do to your hair? He took a shower... And ran his hand through his wet hair and liked how it looked. So he puffed his hair up, looking like the biggest douchebag ever. You didn't even look like that much of a douchebag when I first met you when you were truly a douchebag. Like it was awful. And then heaven, you're looking at yourself in the mirror without a shirt on. It's just like
1: Heaven forbid so painful. Heaven forbid I enjoy how I look. And want to try something different with myself. Yeah, but don't... And I get raked over the fucking coals Yeah, but don't it. do that
0: to your hair, though, man. You really... It was not a look for you, bro.
1: Thanks. I love you, too. You always look so beautiful and... and uh, the you, you never...
0: When's the last time you ever told me to my face I look beautiful? Oh,
1: I just said it right now. No. Um,
0: yeah, exactly. You can't even remember the time before this. You exactly. Know, you know
1: it's a bold faced lie, so it's not making it's me not. seem like a worse person than I am for the people because I'm not. I've lost forty pounds. I'm creatively What are you laughing at me for? When I say the phrase creatively, you are such a cunt. Good, spit it. Spit all over your phone. Spit all over your clean body. You just took a shower.
0: I don't like how you said that though.
1: Clean body. <laughs> Barry Wyndham. Um
0: Oh my god, I almost
1: Died. I'm writing more. Check out my my uh, retro diaries on arcadio.net, the pod bloggle for, for wrestling. I'm also working on a screenplay. Don't you think that's so funny? Ha 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 I'm also I just
0: have the giggles. Not your fault. I'm also
1: baking and cooking and being more creative in the kitchen. I'm, I got a promotion at work. Like, what the fuck else you want from me, man? God damn it!
0: I love you. But cool. I can't just say that on the show, man. That's not entertaining.
1: Yesterday, <laughs> we went shopping for seven hours, essentially. <laughs> we went to a different part of town and went to many stores. Had our masks on with social distancing. Um, had wall burgers, which was uh, much needed. Um, and then getting Thai food tonight. Uh, <sighs> over the past week, I... Binge-watched the first season of Harley Quinn, the animated series that's available on the DC app. Uh, Sci-Fi is airing it. It was on the top of my list, and I was about to break down and pay the $5 a month to watch on the DC app, but thankfully I was able to watch it for free on Hulu. Absolutely loved it. Cannot recommend it enough. Lived up to every bit of hype that I wanted as a TVMA comedic accompaniment essentially to not directly to Batman animated series, but just the animated Batman shows being a Batman guy. I lost my mind at least once or twice every episode. It was incredible. So check that out. Um, I don't think there's anything else we've really watched. I don't think I can, I don't think I can watch any I've watched anything else the past week besides like my usual, my usual things. Oh, yeah. Um, covered that, covered that. One well, other thing I want to cover is when we're done here recording for the day, we're going to be starting our second Patreon series. Now, don't worry. We're still going to watch Stacked. We've made a commitment. we got to do it. Also, I just want to see what happens. Like, how do they tie it all together? How does it wrap up? We're never going to know because it got canceled. But uh, I think we've made reference to on the show previously that we've been addicted to this game, this board game called The Networks. We've played... Dozens of times, I feel like, at this point. Yeah. Played last night. Another victory for me. And that became a point of contention in that I said, you know... you know, We keep saying, oh, we got to take a break from it. Like, oh, like...
0: But we keep going back. We keep
1: going back to because it it's so entertaining and so fun. And I was like, I think I've won, like, 70 80% of these games. And you're like, no, you haven't. So we are going to decide who is the network's champion. And we're going to bring you guys along for the ride. We're going to play... Um, as all the executives in the game, and we'll explain all that when we do the first episode on Patreon, patreon.com slash Audio. And whoever gets the most wins in that series will win. Mm-hmm. And the winner, uh, you know, the only thing we really have to gamble and bet on because we can't do money and can't do other things, um, is movies for the podcast. Whoever wins gets to pick a film series that we own, so it's not like the back-of-the-box reading series that we do where a leprechaun and Bring It On is is the stakes at the moment. Um, a, a film series we haven't done for the podcast that we own, the winner gets to choose that and you know, automatically put it in the queue. Uh, also, I don't think we've recorded since we've added things to the queue as well. So, you know, we, we, we've been planning out <laughs> our our slate here considerably. So we've talked about uh, all the way up to episode 300 in a few weeks. Our, we have so many gimmicks now. We have so many different like things we have going on. But our, our highest IMDb movie that we'd have known at the time, city of God's episode three hundred. We also have episode three oh one and three oh two already lined up because uh, two weeks ago we uh, late one night had uh, a a virtual gaming session with friends of the show and former guests Carly Coffee and Tom Burkholder. and through some drinks and through some talks, of course, the podcast came up and movies came up, and we realized that you know we had done jaws for carly for shark week tom didn't really get a chance as a guest like we normally do to pick what movies he'd want us to do for the podcast so tom's favorite movie of all time is how to train your dragon and yeah so i was like okay and i was like well we have all of them so i guess we do it so episode 301 will be the how to train your dragon film series for tom carly got upset she's like oh i didn't know i got a choice and I bought you a movie, and I thought if I bought you a movie, it automatically gets put in the queue, blah, 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 blah,
0: So we're also going bad. to do... So
1: episode 302, we talked about, we got sent by her, because she loves this movie and wanted us to watch it.
0: I also love this movie.
1: I've never seen it. We we're going to watch Two Wong Fu. You've never seen it? Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, will be episode 302. So we got Aladdin, Two Escobars, Ocean's 8, City of God, the How to Train Your Dragon film series, two Wong Fu... A lot going on here, um, so next week when we do Aladdin, the movie you nominate, we're not going to watch for like two months. <laughs> so make sure it's not something you have a priority set on. Oh, I'm supposed
0: to nominate something? No, no,
1: no, no. no. Next, week. next week. If you, you if you, my listen, stomach
0: dropped.
1: If you listen,
0: I don't listen to what
1: you I say. Um, so, so we got yeah. a lot coming up. We got a lot coming up, but and let's focus on we'll today's.
0: Help it, it will help.
1: It'll help you with whatever you have going on. In yes, the world. that's what that's break what our from role reality is for.
0: for a little bit. Yes. that's what our role is because we all need that to sustain our our mental health. Absolutely. You can't always be surrounded by all this negativity. So hopefully we'll have some positivity going on. Mm-hmm. Except for what we're going to talk about this fucking movie. Well,
1: positivity. That's, if y'all, that's one side.
0: If y'all look back, what episode? When did we watch The Shine?
1: That's a great question. I forgot we were doing that first. So today's episode is Dr. Sleep in our Wrap It Up series. We originally did The Shining and Room 237, oh. the documentary about about, um, the about The Shining and the theories about it. Long time ago. Very long time ago. I'm um, looking for it. Uh, we watched it on May 9th, 2015. So over five years ago, we watched The Shining and Room 237. Cool. Uh, I gave The Shining a nine and a half. You gave it a six. Okay. Uh, and in Room 237, I gave it an eight. You gave it a three, which I believe was the. Well,
0: that was on my I don't like documentaries. Mm-hmm. I didn't so see so uh, documentaries. The Shining had
1: a 7.75, which is a fucking tragedy. Room 237 had a 5.5. Today we watch doc. Oh, today we talk about Doctor Sleep. Okay. It is your turn, Samantha. And the you reason the why box. I
0: said. The reason why I said. No positivity of this. It's because I talked about on the Shining episode my trauma with the Shining. Sure. So and we're gonna
1: talk about your trauma through Dr. Sleep today because you got mad at me when at one point I just went, mom!"
0: Oh my god, don't do it though. But then, but I was like already freaking out. I was already like not feeling it, and then you did that shit, and you're fucking asshole, Dr. Sleep. The next chapter in the Shining story
1: to read that i mean yeah it's the tagline Then you're supposed to
0: i'm sorry stephen king's doctor sleep mm-hmm. is that correct now fine the next chapter in the shining store
1: don't reread read it again because i'm gonna against you
0: scary and mesmerizing <laughs> i had to look and see what it was i i like your mouth is going to knew. say a p and you, know. it was an m and i was like wait that's not what it was says eric eisenberg cinema blend okay Still scarred by the trauma he endured as a child at the Overlook Hotel, Dan Torrance faces the ghosts of the past when he meets Abra, a courageous teen who desperately needs his help, and who possesses a powerful extrasensory ability called the Shine. That's it. Thank God. So, That's it. Woo!
1: Who's the star? Woo! The, who's the star of the movie?
0: Ewan McGregor.
1: Okay, I was I was making you fucking up the name Ewan McGregor.
0: No, you're the one who normally fucks up the names. I don't fuck up the names. You fuck up plenty of names. So I
1: saw this in theaters by myself. I was so stoked for this. Uh, As we talked about, not even as much of when we did it, but over the past five years, I've just grown to love The Shining. I think it is my official favorite horror movie. Um, If I do it now, it's a 10, no questions asked. I I think that was one of the rare times you actually influenced me in my score. And that I drag it down a half tick. I feel like also back then I was a little bit more protective of my tens for whatever reason, but that's the epitome of a ten. Um,
0: but you gave it a. I um, gave it a nine and a half. Nine and a half. Okay. So
1: I've just got really into the mythology. I see the references to it everywhere, like even down to like Toy Story, like when they had like the carpets the same and everything. They did the Halloween Horror Nights. Um, House. Every time it's on TV, I have to watch it. Yeah. So this, so this, I was super amped and geeked to see. If
0: we were to watch it again, my score would be different.
1: Right. Because
0: Mm. of your influence.
1: Yes. Um, Hopefully, I can influence you here. So.
0: And because I'm not big pussy anymore.
1: Yeah. Right. How big of a gauze do you have on that minor burn you have on your? It's not a
0: minor burn. It's major burn. It really, really hurts, Chris. Like my skin is peeling off. Like it's really bad.
1: So. Okay, it's a little burn mark. I had one on my hand, and I wasn't a fucking you wanna, pussy about it. You
0: want to talk about? You want to talk about ailments that we've had?
1: What? No, we're not talking <laughs> about my back, and that's not even what people normally know about my back. Um, <laughs> so I saw this like the first showing.
0: Yeah, like, like a the first AM day showing. by myself
1: because I was so excited. I didn't want anything spoiled for me. I wanted to just view it mm-hmm. and experience it. I was in there with like six or seven other like dudes by themselves. All of them um, had movie holes did in not their do well at the box office. It was a all big disappointment. Had,
0: all of them had holes in their popcorn buckets.
1: I didn't have any popcorn. Um... And the pedigree of uh, Mike Flanagan, who's one of the hottest names in horror. He did Haunting at Hill House, which is like a very popular Netflix show I want to watch. And I, I also want to watch He's that. a lot of um, influence. And I walked to the theater and I was like, that was great. I love that. I want to rewatch that right away. That lived up to every bit of expectation that I had being a shining sequel. So I was so excited to watch this. And then we go to watch it. And you're like, oh, I don't think I can watch this tonight. So I had to wait another day to watch it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, You're I, like, I
1: need to be in, I need to be I, in the mood to watch I, this. Like, I'm like, I had oh to be oh in the
0: right God. mindset. It was already late. I was like, can you be staying up super late watching this horror movie that I know is going to freak me out because it's a sequel to The Shining. One of my
1: complaints this go-around, I have very few complaints. I, I absolutely love this movie. I think it is a travesty that it did so poorly in the box office because this is... A fantastic adaptation brought by all accounts of the book, which I have but I've not read. But also it did the incredible job of fusing the two very, very separate worlds of the book and the movie together to appease everybody. Um, so it, it's, it sucks that a movie that is so damn good as this. That did not get seen. Hopefully it gets found later on. But one of my complaints this go-around is in theaters it didn't feel long, but this time it felt long. It
0: felt long here. It's two
1: hours and 17 minutes, I think, and it it, it feels like you could trim it. There's a three-hour director's cut, which I am going to watch at some point this week for myself. Um, I watched all like the, the featurettes, which the featurettes were really short and great about a lot of the background and how they recreated the overlook and little references and things like that. But... um the The director's cut supposed to be even better, so I I I gotta watch it. But it does feel like you could cut twenty minutes of it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. In some parts of it, but when it was on,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it was on. It did not feel like it was that. Yeah, it command
1: it commands your attention. It does
0: command your attention, and maybe it's it's even
1: longer. It's two hours and thirty two minutes. I'm sorry, it's one hundred fifty minutes.
0: It, I, I enjoyed it.
1: I I would find it it hard-pressed for you not to enjoy it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: Thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. Good. I
1: knew you would. I
0: think it gave me a different appreciation for The Shining. Now I feel like I have to go back and watch The Shining, which gives me so much heartburn because (laughs) I'm terrified because I have a lot of trauma with that movie outside of just what happens in it. Yeah. Um, This movie's traumatic on another level. This movie's traumatic on on another level, but I also think that this is more my speed than The Shining in terms of the um, fantasy sci-fi element overlay. Mm -hmm. Because it...
1: There's less implied. It's more... It's more direct. Like it's s-
0: much more direct. Like in The Shining, it's like okay, it's The Shining. There's something special. There may be these things that are influencing. Right. Mm-hmm. This is like it's flat out magical.
1: The Shining lets
0: flat out magical. The
1: Shining lets your imagination figure out what's caps. happening, and that's yes. more terrifying. Than exactly, and I think that what's that's happening. why. Yeah, yeah. Which is That's
0: scary. why I'm not as scared of this movie in some parts. Yeah. Um, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I I really, really...
1: oh So uh, from now on, when I say uh, I you should come with me to see a no, movie No, no, but anything. I can't see it
0: in a theater, because if I piss myself, I'm not going to do it in the theater. I'm going to do it in the comfort of my own home. In the chair that Jillian's pissed in plenty of
1: times. <laughs> come on over to our house, folks. It's fun. Um, no,
0: you'd sit on the other couch.
1: Yeah, I I don't have... Yeah. many well, negative notes. I have a ton of notes, and as I read I, through them,
0: I got some fucking negative ass notes.
1: Well, we'll get there. So right, right from the jump, I'm so in because the the score and the soundtrack <gasps> is the best pieces of the Shining and score it's and so soundtrack. Beautiful, and it's so well done. And then right the first and. Oh. The first 20, 25 minutes, you're establishing all these different moving pieces.
0: And you don't really know what's happening. Oh, you
1: don't know what's going on at the beginning of a movie? Wow, that's think, really crazy. Um, I was like,
0: what is this?
1: Do you just copy and paste that into every movie note you ever do?
0: I was like, Who the fuck because is Rose the Hat? Because start,
1: you start with Why is Rose. your name the Hat? <laughs> fuck you. You start with Rose the Hat, and you you meet the True Knot and what they and do, I like, and it's so hor- I hate horrific.
0: And um, get the fuck away.
1: And then you go back to... Uh,
0: you go back to the Overlook. The 80s, you go back to... Or, they do, no, they're not the Overlook. To Florida. Well, no, you, you, no. Well, no, you first do. First, you're in Florida. No, you
1: do, because you see Danny riding the... He has the dream where he's riding the big wheel in the Overlook.
0: And at first, it was... No, first...
1: Well, in, in that whole little spiel, they're in Florida, but he also, he's having visions right. and he's going back to that area because he's riding on the carpet, hitting the hardwood floor, stopping at room 237, the, um, Mrs., whatever her name is, it's saggy titties. that
0: fucking door. Um, that fucking thing opened itself, that, I put freepy ass fucking
1: thing. Freepy? I, it's fair. Frumpy that, and creepy. It's I'm freepy. Freepy I, ass, I like that. Freepy.
0: Freepy ass thing. Mm. I hate fucking movies like this. How old is this thumb sucking
1: He's five. We find out he that he's five, pants. so it's fine. Little bitch. You're gonna. If you were standing outside of a bathroom and some a creepy old decaying lady was sitting in the tub, like, you're not gonna pee your pants and suck your thumb? Let me out. Oh, look pee at me. Out. I'm big baby Samantha. There's an old dying lady in my bathtub, and I'm gonna pee my pants and suck on my thumb because I'm scared she's gonna eat me and do something bad to me. I'm a big baby. Uh, they do an amazing job of recreating the look. I also love that the movie is like. Uh, hey, you know all that technology where like we can like de-age Samuel L. Jackson, or we can like create a fucking Moff Tarkin in uh, Rogue One. No, let's just get people that look like him and just and trust that, that they're gonna nail casting it.
0: Casting was amazing. The
1: four, so the four. It well, was actually, so good. So there's more than that because obviously it's not the same old lady, it's not the same twins, but the four principals: uh, Wendy, who's great. She does a great job.
0: Such a great job. You know that
1: Chili Duvall is like.
0: Men- Mentally, mental. like mental, mental. gone, yeah. Mental, mental, it's crazy. yeah.
1: Uh, from
0: this, I from mean, the I, shining, I
1: believe it. The kid that was Danny is probably my my least favorite of the four. But, but he, it's he still so similar. Fine. The Dick Halloran, the the new Scatman Crothers. Oh my
0: god, he's it was awesome. A point. And and the and bartender.
1: Well, you know who that is too, right? Fly. No. So well, so. The overlook that person is always Floyd, but it basically whoever is in that role because in the first in the first movie, Grady is technically that role as well, and he can't team. the actor is Henry Thomas, former two time MVP on this podcast for ET and whatever fucking stupid Dabney Coleman movie we did that he was in. uh, Who I guess he's in all Mike Flanagan stuff. He does. I mean, he's not going to be our MVP, of course, because there's so many more better performances. but But that scene. It, it is so awesome just, and intense of him just owning the Jack Torrance character it, as now being it. part of the Overlook. I
0: It was really, really well done.
1: I absolutely love the Gold Room scene. You don't need Jack Nicholson. Henry Thomas crushes it. And Ewan McGregor is just in another fucking world there. Um, apparently they... they out of respect, they went to Jack and were like, hey, th- we're do doing do this. this. Apparently he would already turned down Ready Player One because there's a... Spoiler, there's an extended Shining sequence in Ready Player One, the movie. Not mm. that there is in the book, um, which is the best part of that movie. Uh, but they were going to do something with him as well and he's like, no, I'm retired. He was serious about retirement. So it's the same thing here is like, I appreciate it, but you go do your own thing, which is, which is cool. Um, yeah, it, it would have taken away. Honestly, it would have taken away from it. It would have totally... Been like, oh my god, that's Jack Nicholson. And instead, I was just able to enjoy like the characters themselves. But early on, you get, okay, they're not going with the people that were here. They're just doing with you know whoever can fill the part. Then you see Dan basically at rock bottom now. Homeless, essentially. Yeah. Alcoholic. Fucking um, everybody. Yep. Uh, stealing money from a, an OD'd... Mom and sad baby with Cheez-Its that we find out did apparently die later on.
0: That was... That, that
1: was creepy as fuck. <laughs> when he wakes up and the arms just around him. And then so she's in the bed with the flies all over. And then you the, got and then the dead baby... baby head just... Mama. Um, <laughs> I really turn to you and you're like, what are you making me watch,
0: man? Legitimately, I don't ever remember my dreams. Like when I go to sleep, it's like black and then I wake up. And then I'm awake. You like don't ever remember my dreams. I obviously think I dream, but I don't ever remember them. Last night, not even the day we watched this, but last night, there were babies running all around my dream. <laughs> mama, mama. It freaked me out. That's all I remember, too. Um, and they all had that, like, that the eyes. Like, the,
1: the well, yeah, glazed. Is, well, but also the movie does a great job of, like, glossy. when people are doing, like, the astral projection
0: Astral? astral
1: projection uh-huh. um, and the, the eyes are all white and everything uh, which I also love they use that as a device like normally I'm like yeah fuck that but um, like the ghost projections that was a wonderful way to bridge the gap between the book and the movie because in the book Dick Halloran lives Dick Halloran doesn't die in the book The Shining yeah. he lives through it and he's a huge part of Doctor Sleep, mm-hmm. so all those conversations that happen in the movie happened. legitimately happen in Doctor Sleep. They just decided to use that as a device, and I thought that, I thought that was great. Um, and then you meet Snakebite Andy, and you get more of like what the True Night True Knot is. Um,
0: I, yeah, but and see, like all of those chari- like all of that is just like that. It's horror. Like this is a horror movie, right? But it's like a sci-fi. Horror, thriller, I, I, fantasy, like, I don't know. I just really th- enjoyed all of that. Yeah,
1: and then you meet Abra as well as, like a, as a child, you, as a child child. Child
0: child. And then you find out the magic and the shine. hmm And it, for me, like, moved things into place. Sure.
1: It takes its time, and you introduce everybody, and then you kind of and fall into what the movie's going to be, which is um, which is a typical uh, Stephen King uh, something horrific happens to a child that we see in graphic detail. Ooh. That's one of the being in the theater watching that by myself was one of the most uncomfortable Comfortable I
0: couldn't watch it. Things I like had to cover my eyes.
1: Ever. Because Jacob Tremblay is a boss who He's does an incredible job. So
0: good. And and the, the
1: one of the featurettes like specifically says Flanagan is like, I'm reading the book. I'm like, and that's obviously the pivotal scene in the movie that sets the course of action is that the true knot is the basically if you haven't watched, they're the True Knight,
0: psychic,
1: psychic vampires, vampires, essentially. Who live that, off
0: of the shine of others. Yes. The shine so they suck, is this magical... They suck the death
1: out of shining people, and and that's how they yeah, stay they, young. They've they they lived hundreds, out. if not thousands of years. They keep and them in canisters. And that right up
0: my fucking
1: alley. And they, they've been starving for a little while off of old shine, so they find this boy, um, who's Jacob Tremblay, and they horrifically murder him to take his shine. Murder and
0: torture and you, and
1: you you see it play out 100%. You hear all of his cries and screams and pleads, and it's, and it's so affecting in the book, but it's like that's... Abra senses it because her shine is so powerful that she finds what happens. The True Knot, uh, Rose the Hat, the, the leader of them, senses her sensing it. So it's all about her now trying to find her, and it's about Abra trying to stop them, and she has to get Dan involved, to help because they've been corresponding with their shines like on the right, wall. And Dan so
0: went and then it, it uncovers Dan did these things like the alcoholism and all this stuff to dampen his shine and right. to make it so he wasn't affected by this because you, I guess shine recognized the shine, sure, you know. So it's like I, I just thought it was a beautiful way to tell this mm-hmm. story that that it's not the first time a story like that has been told, yeah. but it was done in such a different way. Well,
1: Stephen King wanted to, like, he kept asking, like, hey, what do you think happened to Dan Torrance? And he'd make jokes, like, oh, I think he probably married the Firestarter girl and sure, stuff. Sure. And he was like, well, honestly, what the fuck happens to this person? So he created this story. But what I was getting at was they knew how important that scene was, so I was like, what do we do? Well, let's just get the, the basically the best, most famous child actor in the world right now, like almost Academy Award nominated. Um, Jacob Turnbull, and in everything and have him do it. And I love the story, and they tell it in the featurette as well as on IMDb, is uh, the first take, he's so affecting and, like, crazy in that moment that the actors are just, like, like all of them, like, the guy that's Crow Daddy and Rebecca Ferguson and Andy, all of them are, like, so not able to hold back, like, their reactions to how much he's crushing it. Like, just, like... Like their facial expressions are like like hiding they it. That like he's like, all right, guys, cut. That was great. We can't use any of that <laughs> because you all look different. tripley jumps up, covered in corn syrup, runs over, high fives his dad, laughing, and goes gets craft services. I'm like, that kid's a fucking boss. <laughs> he was just having fun. He was just having a great time, like just crying bloody murder, and getting killed. He's great. He's like, hey, can we hurry this up? I gotta go. uh, I gotta go. Like dance on a sex swing and good boys next this week.
0: Kid's Thirteen.
1: I just hope he keeps it up because he could be like. He could be like the goat. Call him right now. Jacob Tremblay. 2030. Best actor on the planet. You heard it here first. Um, I
0: like him because he wants to play a character named Augie.
1: Of course he did. Uh, With two Gs. so about. it sets up everything wonderfully and then you kind of meet. I also just love it's rare that in a Stephen King movie you also have like We're legitimately. So much. I know. I also love that you well, I'm trying to go in order of the movie. I love that you have like legitimately good people as well. Like Billy, like, Dan's friend, is, like, just such a good person and a good right. friend, and Cliff Curtis is a great actor who plays it. Bruce Greenwood could literally read the phone book to me into my Bro. asshole, and I'd be like, can I have some more of that, sir, please? Please,
0: please. He's so great. He's this, so great.
1: My, I, I know I've, I'm jumping around, but and there's so many scenes that are just affecting and great in this. Um so I talked about the gold room scene being a wonderful recreation of one of the most famous scenes in movie history. But the scene that fucking gets me every time the fucking scene in the office.
0: Oh yeah. You, you got chills. I legitimately
1: get chills when I watch it because of, of how incredible it is that, um, Bruce Greenwood is interviewing Dan. Just, you know, he's joined AA and he senses that, you know, something's kind of, different about him because he tells him where he left his watch and you know, that's how that scene sets up and it, it backs away and you can, if you know The Shining you already know because with him just sitting at the desk you can already see the big ass window behind him it pans or it cuts to it in there and it is a verbatim Rep, 100% of Ullman's office in The Shining from the beginning of the movie where Jack is coming to interview for his role in The Overlook and Bruce Gruma, Bruce Gruma doesn't stand up, so you see his fake his heart on on the file, and they don't go into like the mysticism of the room, but it's just like, holy shit! Like, is that just how that like it makes you ask so many questions? Like, is like the over like following Dan and like he is not gonna know because he's probably never seen that room, right? Right. Or, he does not remember from when he was a child forty years prior right. or anything but, like that. but then but for, but just like for people like me that like recognize it, and know, you're like, oh my God, something's happening. Oh my God, that person's evil. Oh my God, like, like, right. where are they? Right. like
0: and and then to to layer on that, he has a conversation with Dick Halloran about the ghosts haven't bothered me in years since the last one I locked mm-hmm. up because he and now you see, he creates these mental traps for these ghosts, mm-hmm. right? So he takes all of these... And I, and just, like, everything that it stands for is so wonderful. All of these traumas and these things that follow him. And he just locks them up in these boxes. And so, like, they're there. Like, he knows that they're there. And he feels them there. Mm-hmm. And it's just so well done that then it kind of introduces that element to it, too, where it's not just the you know, astral projection of these ghosts. It's not just this, like, uh, fantasy shine part of it. Yeah. It's also, like, the physical manifestation of, like, this office. And, and...
1: Yeah, it, it it, immediately it, because he's also there. You know the story and the meaning and he's behind
0: not the even shining...
1: In, he's not even in... He's in fucking... Right, he's in New Hampshire. Hampshire. He's
0: not even in Colorado. What
1: What's in New Hampshire? Do you know anybody in New yeah. Hampshire?
0: Yeah. Lolly was born in New Hampshire. Lolly's well, from New Hampshire. I'm sorry. Man.
1: <laughs> well, she got out. That's all that's important. <laughs> um, is there anything you don't like about the movie? Before yeah, we jump I don't around like to more
0: shining. No. Um, I can't I can't say that there's a lot that I don't like about this movie. Good. I can't. I really can't. Obviously, I hate The Shining, so anything that shows anything related to The Shining, like, it just gives me so much anxiety. It's not that I hate it. I just feel so, very so, anxious about it. So let me it. ask
1: you, the, the number one thing I feel like <clears throat> oh, after me. reading, like, Reddit discussions and even watching it the second time, because the first time I watched it, I was so geeked and, geeked and amped to watch it, I knew where it was going, that I, it didn't bother me. And it still doesn't bother me. I wrote my notes like, I don't give a fuck that it does this. Going to the Overlook is incredibly forced. It's done because they had to. You can't do this movie and get the people that went to go see it, let alone... that not a lot of people did, without saying, oh, well, this is a sequel to the movie, Shining. You know what I mean? Like, no one would really care. In the book, apparently, like, the final battle takes place just, like, on, like, where the, the, the Overlook was, because in the book it gets burnt down, which is what this movie corrects at the end when Dan sacrifices himself to burn it down. Dan survives Dr. Sleep, the book, usually. Um, usually. like it's, The book changes every time. So choose your own choose adventure. Choose your own adventure, yeah. yeah. Uh, but
0: um, Mike Flanagan had to go
1: to Stephen King and be like, look, we're, we're going to do Dr. Sleep, and here's my script. But you have to understand that people want, ex- have an expectation and a sure, want for this. when
0: you say it's he, a sequel to The show And he shining. gave his
1: blessing, I guess, over the years. Like, Stephen King has acquiesced a little bit to that version of it.
0: Yeah. That,
1: versus Kubrick because they, they had massive problems with it back in the day. Um, and he preferred whatever bullshit miniseries he did with the guy from fucking Wings. Stephen Weber, Just so people don't be like, you know it's Stephen Weber. Um, so, of course, I'm gonna love The Last Half an Hour because they do... They, they, they go back, and you see it all. And he and
0: reawakens it. And he
1: reawakens it, and you you get all reawakens
0: of that. Reawakens it, reawakens
1: it. Are you going to... Somebody that's down five, six in the reading challenge?
0: Yeah, I'm going to take any shot I can get at you.
1: Very true. Uh, <laughs> but I understand that yeah. it's a stretch. Yeah, I mean... Does it bother you at all?
0: Yes and no. When you come from a point of... How are we going to defeat this? How are we going to defeat this powerful, supposedly more powerful than Abra, right? Because they don't... They know that they're kind of evenly matched, right? Mm-hmm. They can play some tricks on each other, but...
1: Well, guns work pretty well for the rest of them. <laughs> Just, how about a gun? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: but you can't... You can't You can't pull the same trick twice, I yeah, guess? Yeah, no, I know, I know. You know, I know what about. I mean? Um, so... To defeat Rose, I understand that it's coming from a place where it has to be like on that
1: on like on their that own shine turf. level. Yeah, well, like
0: on that shine level, right? So it can't be like a physical like, shooter. Mm-hmm. I think that I understood just because from that aspect of it, from talking about like the magic and the shine and everything like that, you know, it's not always a physical yeah. attack. So it was more of that mental or astral attack on there so to do it they had to even that playing ground and you know the throwaway line that they gave was oh it's very dangerous for people like us to go so it must be dangerous, dangerous for her yeah too.
1: yeah well they're the I same rolled kind my eyes of people that line. like yeah. they're the
0: same people they have this shine right but they say like a lot of people have this but shine.
1: it isn't like dick halloran was the fucking cook there like it wasn't dangerous for him it didn't do anything to dick halloran you know what i mean like
0: right Right, so so I don't know necessarily where that came from. I but maybe it's because Dan knew he had the ghosts in him, and he'd have to reawaken and let them free. That I think that I think that, that was his plan all along. I think he knew he wasn't ever going to leave
1: it. Yeah, ghosts is the wrong word. I think demons is the demons. right word. Because, demons. Demons, Because at this point Sorry. in his life now, he has been an alcoholic, you know, recovering for eight, seven, eight years at that point. His dad was an alcoholic at that point then, so Dick doesn't have anything, whereas Rose has the evil of being a, 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 a serial child murderer um, on her plate. So those, so the Overlook, while evil, the Overlook kind of preys on people that have done bad. It's not taking anybody out that is worthwhile. The Overlook, I, the Overlook is really the hero of the movie.
0: Well, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far, but I think that that well, also it also
1: established that Grady was also not a good husband, like the previous person that killed his twins and everything. Well, yeah, yeah, and I
0: think that that goes back to it. So I think you're right. It 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 preys on on the bad, but I think you know it made Jack go crazy. Yeah. As well, and it's not to say that Jack was a good person or Jack was a bad person. It preys on those qualities, and if those bad qualities. Mm-hmm outweigh those good qualities, then yes, you're going to be susceptible to those demons and to yeah. this house kind of taking any shine that you might have and and manipulating it and, and basically turning you into whatever it is. A worse version of yourself.
1: Because yeah. the, the...
0: who's to say that Grady and the twins all them didn't have the, any kind of shine? Correct. But Dick O'Halloran... Dick Halloran... Mm-hmm. Oh, Halloran? Halloran.
1: Halloran. Not Irish.
0: Dick Halloran didn't. He's a good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe that's why he wasn't affected sure. by the overlook. So, you know... And obviously, it's all speculation, but... I, when you say it's forced... It's forced, but I can see... I can see how they made the jump. You know, so, like, oh, so can I.
1: And I guess like, I don't why, give a fuck like, because like, I'm back. I'm, right. I'm and it's, back. Like, it's
0: like why like the Battle of Hogwarts had to happen in the books. Like, like the last battle... Between like Voldemort and Harry, it's gotta Potter. be. Had your, to happen at Hogwarts. It's gotta be at A one. You know I mean? You're not
1: having it be at B six. Right, know what I mean? exactly.
0: Like, like it. Some things have to happen at certain yeah. places. I still. You know.
1: It's a Stephen King story that has an man. unsatisfying ending, which is a joke of his. They even say you'll see that it gets talked about a lot in It Chapter Two, which has been a, a knock at him for a very, very long time. Is that. He's going to end his stuff. Man, so for I this, really
0: like Stephen King. I don't know. Oh, so do I. Oh, like. But I, I don't think I can stomach reading his books. I really don't think I can. Well,
1: never mind. Who's got that kind of time?
0: Well, yes. Um,
1: but also, yeah, like... He's brilliant. I, I have...
0: He's brilliant, man. Well, Misery is my first introduction. Mm-hmm. Second introduction of Stephen King. After The Shining. So, yeah. Misery's not exactly a...
1: My, my ultimate problem with it, I think, is... There's so much good there, like the image of Rose backing Dan up the steps with him holding the ax. Oh
0: man. Like
1: that's a powerful image of like the woman now having the high ground to back the, the man with the weapon up the steps and then throwing somebody still falling down them. And then him, uh, I forget the line he has. Like, uh, they're not hungry. They're starving. He just opens all them fucking boxes yeah. up in his mind and they take her out like nothing. Like if that was it, I'd be fine. From then on, when it's, like, the like now taking him over and him having, like, the fucking freaky eye and chasing Abra around and then him, like, having the visions when he's, like, doing the the boiler room and blowing it up, I just don't okay, like I, that. I, I,
0: I could I could do with it saying, oh, they're starving, they devour her, end. Cut. And <laughs> then you leave it a mystery. And then you, maybe you leave it a mystery, or maybe then you yeah. see... Abra leaving and the fire, and you don't know if Dan survives and things like that. I could see that.
1: I could see then you that. Cut, then you cut to the house being backed perfectly fine. Yeah. And then you see a picture of you and McGregor next to Jackie Nicholson in that photo. And this, like, like, there's other ways. Like there's that, other that, ways. That's armchair okay. quarterbacking. Okay. Okay, you know.
0: I could see that.
1: I just don't like two hours and 20 minutes of momentum getting hurt for that little five or ten minutes.
0: I could see that. I could see that. The ending could have been a little different, could have been a little stronger.
1: The little epilogue scene I'm fine with because then he becomes Dick now and he's still right. getting to talk to Abra, her mom, who's been through some shit, let's be fair. Her husband's dead. Her writer husband is dead because uh, every every husband or dad or somebody in in who,
0: who takes up writing as an as, as their their career. Samantha ends up
1: darling dead. light of my life. Just wait, there's one more day you're gonna. I'm going to back you up those fucking steps, you're going to knock me over, and I'm going to knock the Funkos over, and I'll immediately not be crazy anymore because she just waste about $500 in Funkos, hit, you know, hitting the floor. Um, but, and then the the music at the end, like being the credit music from The Shining and her starting to lock things away, it's fine, it's just that one little chunk that I'm just like, God, just fix that yeah, a little no, bit. no, okay,
0: I can see that, I can see that.
1: <laughs> because e- Because even leading up to that, The movie has a lot of apexes. Got the The,
0: the... The talent in this... Like, I think we have to start getting into it, because that was, Well, I
1: still have some scenes I want to get into Well, yeah, there's some
0: scenes and stuff, but, like, my last note was just, like, the talent. Mm -hmm. And and it talks about so much, like, just, like, the pain and the emotion on a lot of different levels and a lot of different scenes. Like, I just think that the talent that this cast has Mm -hmm. and what...
1: They're fantastic. What fans Mike
0: Flanagan was able to get out of them?
1: Mm-hmm. They I, I
0: I mean I just think that it was so well done. Mm-hmm. I, I I really enjoyed that.
1: They're the scene in the woods when they're taking them out.
0: Oh, and then and then oh, Rose the hat just like her scream. Yeah, like her reactions and to her them. Her reactions I was, And then Andy oh And then you find
1: you know Andy makes Billy kill himself, which is like no, he's right. like the nicest guy ever. Right. Oh I also my didn't God. like um the, the scene of them uh, digging the boy up, the baseball boy up, and like the long like that's a little bit too long too. But like, again, that's nitpicky type of things. Um sure,
0: they could have tightened here and there.
1: Yeah. Uh but then like the after effects of like of Dan like fighting, drinking that bottle in his room is so intense. And then you get Abra the actress like perfectly being Ewan McGregor in that car with that crow daddy guy who I thought that crow daddy guy was also really like a, a oddly calm ominous creepy actor.
0: I, I thought he did so good. He's
1: really good. You know what he me a lot of? Um, Steven and, Tyler? No don't put that evil on him. Is uh, his, uh is, uh, you oh, can't
0: unsee it though.
1: Total aside. Uh, Steve texted me this morning. He was at a Walmart. It's like, oh my god, did I find a a, a Walmart exclusive Rogue <laughs> Funko? No, it's Joe Perry from Aerosmith. <laughs> from the top, they look the same. Um, but uh, he reminds me a lot of uh, the guy, uh, forgetting the name of the character. But the guy that kills Patrick Swayze in Ghost, not uh, not Tom Thomas, uh, not Tony Goldwyn, the like the actual guy who pays it up, but like. The gangbanger who does it—he just has that crazy charisma about him where you look at him and it's like I want to see this guy in everything. Unfortunately, yeah. that guy died of AIDS yeah. like five years after yeah. Ghost. But this guy just is is so fucking good, and he's not going to be MVP because there's like five other people better than sure, him. Sure, sure. But, he's but just he just another a really piece.
0: Good job. And the we does
1: just a good job of establishing these characters that. You feel such, like, such An instant loss. connection you. Well, you too. feel such a loss for, yes. like, Abra's dad being killed. Oh, my and God. I
0: was like, Abra's dad? I was like, no, why? No. Ultimately,
1: Abra's dad is part of the reason why the Abra character herself, the girl, is now my MVP. I think she does a great job for a kid actor. I think she's really, really good. Yeah. She falters in those more emotional scenes where he's like, my dad's dead. And then, like, her, like, reaction to it, she kind of, like, falls back a little bit to me there. But as an audience, we still feel a huge loss for him and also, mm-hmm. especially, Billy because they do such a good job. But also, the movie does an incredible job at making you feel loss of these fucking awful, vicious awful, murders from the way that Rebecca Ferguson is reacting to their yes. deaths
0: and, it, it, and the way yes. that and the
1: way that they're scared of death still. Like, the movie does an amazing job making you feel everything that they it feel. Really feel it really does. We all it. need a friend like Billy and we all need a dad like Abra's. So from now on, I'm gonna be just like Abra's dad. Uh, shaking as I pour alcohol into glasses as I find out my psychic daughter has other psychic friends and they're gonna dig up a psychic boy's body in the fucking desert. Um all the astral fight scenes are incredible. Oh
0: man, they that look one that Ro- Rose Ferguson did with all those uh
1: filing cabinets the filing her, hand, cabinets gets in her squash, hand.
0: Oh my. And like God. the hands behind the
1: heads. Well, I was talking about just even just her, like yeah. like the the shot of her like flying uh like psychically
0: over the world. And
1: then even the grocery and, store oh, scene. The like, grocery
0: store scene was Bomb! I mean, uh, the and Grishers all that milk stir- exploded, and she flew back.
1: My note on the, ma'am, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. And then she just goes back, to like, no, a milk thing just exploded. What are you doing? There's like three or four moments in the movie where I went full on nitpick. As I'm watching, I'm like, why the fuck are you walking home by
0: yourself in the middle of a cornfield? You're 13 years I old. Know, but it was in like Iowa or something. I don't give a f-
1: I don't give a fuck if we're the only 10 people on planet Earth. Someone's. Drop, picking you up or dropping you off or doing something. You're not watching. Well, yeah, because we
0: watch movies like this and lots of Law and Order SVU.
1: But uh, the grocery store projections and I wrote this movie can get it. was <laughs> my note. At that point, it was like an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, in. but I
0: just, I mean, um, and I and and the what, speaking of that scene where like they kidnap him and I, maybe I don't know if maybe now it's because I'm a mom and, and mm-hmm. watching anything like that freaks me out so much. Like I started crying and I'm gonna start crying again. Oh, you cried. Yeah, I cried. Um, but like out of like oh, dude, terror. I know. terror it's
1: absolute horror. Like
0: terror cry, mm-hmm. like like I'm terrified of what's going to happen mm-hmm. and I got so scared and yep. I hated it. Um but like I absolutely hated it, but it was just like you know, in like a mm-hmm. Oh,
1: no, I get it. I get it.
0: Not in like um crying cuz I'm sad and emotional. Yeah. It's like a crying cuz I'm terrified kind of way yeah. and then Boom, it just comes with, like, that red rum just fucking...
1: Red rum. ...into
0: the wall. Please don't do it. <laughs> it really freaks me out. Um, like, I really was traumatized when I was a kid, and I'm just, like... I just think... I don't know. And then just, like, after that, kind of, like, the explanation of, you know, like, the shine, and like, what they call the shining, mm-hmm. and, like, shine is magic, and only two or three people ever really knew that they shine. Like, when um, Dan is talking to Abra's. Like, mm-hmm. they've only met, you know, two or three people who ever knew that they right, shine. Right, like, the baseball
1: boy doesn't know that he can shine. Like, right. the spectator kind of points out, like, he doesn't he always, point out, but he's like, the boy always knows where the ball's going. Right, And Crow Daddy right. knows that's right, what that means. Right, boy so, so, like, that he, that like boy the didn't fact that know. some people
0: don't even know that they shine, but it's, like, just this magic that they mm-hmm. have. I thought that that was so beautiful, mm-hmm. but it came at such, like, a... Like, right after, like, an interwoven with, like, you know, all this torture and everything. I thought that was so well. Another
1: and- fun little Easter egg, I don't know if you noticed, but or, or, or read or saw. Uh, I don't know if it's the person that's talking in the baseball scene or the person that's, like, listening. Like, oh, wow. Uh, one of those two, the original Danny in The Shining. Hmm. His first acting role in, like, 30 years. That's cool. Yeah, they just did, like, little things like that. That's cool. Um, and
0: then you and McGregor just saying, you know, like... Stop that shine and keep your head down. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's the best way to live your life. And I'm just like, what a way to live. And I think that it, yes, this movie's, like, about magic and shining and everything. But I think that that's just such a, all of us have magic in us, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think the point of this story yeah. is, like, all of us shine. And I think that's so beautiful. And it's like, what a terrible way to live your life. Like, it has just such good overlays and through plots and just, like, speaks to a lot of different things like, you can't just keep your head down. Absolutely. And I think that that is so... Like, he completely changes his mind through yeah. Abra. he
1: has to. Yeah, and but he wants to as well. Right. He sees. And also the conversation with Dick. Like, his last, like, the astral projection. I also love the way that you are shot, too, because...
0: It's like a wide, well, like they a close. do close...
1: The way that they do it is like, um, just as an example, like, Back to the Future 2, when there's nothing but Michael J. Fox is at the table, right? And... The way they shoot it, it looks like it's actually happening, but you can see—I don't remember the name of the fucking scope or whatever the. Don't ask me. Adam. I know, but there's a certain device that was created for movies like that, and like Eddie Murphy movies, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and stuff like that, to help show that. Like the so, dolly. So they're of. using that there, but they're like in the same fucking room right, together. Obviously, right. it's just god, it's so fucking good. It looks. It, um, it just
0: looked so good, but I but just, you get
1: but you see like like what, yeah. what a connection those two have and they've they you know they only met each other once right. but like he's been a part of his life his entire time as like the spirit um but even more powerful are the doctor's sleep scenes like like early on before he really gets into like, it's like oh him God. being this like him finding his purpose and being this the source for people at their end that he end, can, sense, that the he can sense the death but also help them through it like those oh. those two specific scenes, the first one, even more so than the second one. But the cat, I was just like I forgot about them, and I was like, oh my god, these are so they emotional. Were really emotional, but like pitch perfect as well because it's at ease. Because I again stream of consciousness from my notes. I'm like first doctor sleep scene is very powerful. The same with the AA scene where he's talking about his dad later on, and yeah. then the second. Seeing, I'm like fuck. I'm afraid of dying. <laughs> That's what I wrote afterwards. I'm like, God damn it! I I'm gonna in my in my will, I'm gonna have you and McGregor have to be there when I die, just to like talk me through. And he's like, I I don't know what I'm doing
0: here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, he could also show up as um, uh, as Black Mask from Harley Quinn and just be totally nutty and help me through it as well. That would also work. Basically, like a, an evil Patch Adams would be nice. Okay. I mean, oh, so sure, I'll make sure I, 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 I know too because I'm dying first, obviously. Um, yeah, we all know. Another, just another nitpick and we week. get into acting, finally. Uh, look, that's a, that's a one, it's one room, right? Mm-hmm. That he lives in. That's all it is?
0: Yeah.
1: That ain't $85 a week. That's, that's a nice $85 a week one room.
0: This is in New Hampshire.
1: Right. So it either should be cheaper somehow or it should be more. Actually, you know what? No, $85 is fair. No, that's all I need to say. It's <laughs> it like a
0: halfway house. That's
1: all you need to sway me. Yeah. It <laughs> was $85 a week for that? Yeah. So that's what? That's, uh... That's uh, 170 that's 340 a month, roughly. Just do 85 times 52. 85 times 52.
0: 4420 Cool, that's
1: our house for like three months. Now divide it by 12.
0: $368. That's a steal. That's Gainesville rent. That was when we were in college. We were paying more in rent.
1: It's true. MVP. Man, you remember
0: when our rent was like $400 a month?
1: Yeah, uh, like our first like good apartment, it was like four twenty a month each. It was like eight forty before utilities. We paid like five hundred dollars a month flat. That's good. called a credit card debt. Um, MVP and LVP. I think we should do LVP first. I think it's a lot. Well, I don't know. There's, there's not a lot. I have somebody. I have two. That you could, you could force me to do. Um, I think MVP is easy too. I mean, it's not, but.
0: I think Rose Ferguson's the MVP. It's Rebecca.
1: It, well, her name's or, Re- Rebecca, or, I'm sorry, Ferguson. Rebecca, Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson's MVP of the movie. At uh, one she point, she
0: is brilliant. I love her. She can talk in that accent to me whenever she. Oh wants. my God!
1: She could do she anything was, she wanted to me.
0: You know,
1: it, that's it, not even a sexual thing. She's just so she goddamn great at being she convincing. Wants.
0: She she could do whatever she wants to me. Fuck you, Becky Lynch. <laughs> that
1: means- You're
0: getting replaced. I don't know. She's also Scottish yes. or whatever.
1: And she once wore a Sting Punk hat. Is that the yes, far as it and, goes?
0: Yes. Is that, and the red hair. Yeah. I got very Becky Lynch vibes where I'm like, she, she does Becky Lynch better than Becky Lynch she does Becky Lynch. Rebecca Ferguson's the man.
1: Yeah. So, she, the scene where, oh, so I, when they, when they kidnap oh. Snake by Nanny and then she's talking to her in the greatest uh, trailer of all time, the greatest Winnebago with that fucking jacuzzi tub. I was
0: like, and is this, this is
1: an the, inset this, window we, <laughs> bed. We need to
0: get that for your mom to live in. How much do you think her rent is in that thing?
1: No comment. What do you mean rent? They've owned that. They've, they've owned that. That was the first one ever made, probably. They've been living <laughs> They've been living for hundreds of years. Um,
0: Yo. But
1: like the way that she's able to just, like her turns of phrases and the way that she speaks to convince them, and then the actual true so not ceremony and the way, the way that she... Carries herself. And then even, like, the baseball boy in scene, when he's like, are you gonna hurt me? she goes, yes. It's just so fucking evil, and she's but so perfect. so
0: charismatic. She's so
1: charismatic. She, Ugh. I just, one of my notes was just Rebecca fucking Ferguson in capital letters. Yeah. Ewan McGregor is absolutely incredible in this movie.
0: Uh, he's he so good.
1: Perfect. He perfect. He's
0: really good in this and movie. And he
1: is... And we've oh, talked
0: about him before on this show. He is
1: a far and away clear number two... <laughs> To Rebecca Ferguson in this movie... He does
0: a really good job in this movie, Just dropping
1: a dick uh, on all turns. I mean, Rebecca Ferguson just... She is one of the greatest performances we have seen on this podcast, and it's a shame that she got nothing, no recognition at all for any of it. And it
0: really is like, she did so well in this, and she's the reason why you felt that sympathy for these evil people, because of her, and like her relationship to them, like when... Mm -hmm. When the grandpa guy mm-hmm. died he's dying, yeah. and, and she's he's dying and she's so emotional about it. It's like, I got emotional about it. I'm yeah. like, I don't care. He's dying. Good one less Yeah, they one. ate a kid 20 minutes right. ago. Right. Like, that's terrible. But she just has this aura that mm-hmm. you can't help but want to want to engage with her and want to cheer for her. And it, she just takes this character who's this evil character and brings it to another level. I just really enjoyed watching her on the screen. I think that she's fantastic. What else has
1: um, she been in? So the only thing I think I've ever seen her. she was in one of the Mission Impossible movies. I think she's in all of now. I don't know. Oh,
0: yeah, she's in them. Um, yeah.
1: And I did not like her in them at all. Um, I think that Mission Impossible I wasn't a fan of. I think it's not Ghost Protocol. It's the one afterwards.
0: Oh, yeah, she's Ilsa. ow, ow. I
1: don't know what that means.
0: Oh, my God, Chris. What? This girl's got the key to your heart. Why? Look at the next movie she's going to be in.
1: Oh, (laughs) dude. She's going to be in Dune. Great. Um, Great. Rebecca Ferguson. You love her, right? I love her myself. Uh, So she's the MVP. Ewan McGregor, solid number two. Uh, I talked about how I like the girl who played Abra. She's also very really good. That's a hard part. For, That's like, a, 13 a really year old. difficult part. And, and my misgivings aside, I think she was really good. I, I think liked, she
0: did a great job. In I like the
1: dude that was Crow Daddy. I like Dick Halloran. Cliff Curtis is awesome. Bruce Greenwood is awesome. Um,
0: the other people in the True Knot, I don't think did too much.
1: So my for L- Snake Bite. Snake Bite Annie, I thought she Annie, was good she as well. She was great. I thought, uh, my, she's
0: like fifteen. She, like,
1: she's legitimately like yeah, like fifteen, sixteen years old. My LVP, if it's not the kid that was kid Danny, which again he didn't barely say anything. You yeah, know, he didn't really do it. Would either. be the grandpa. I didn't like the grandpa. I don't know. He's just weird to me. Also, because I recognize the Lurch
0: him. looking motherfucker. He is Lurch. Oh he's god. Lurch from the Adams
1: family. The first time I saw, it, was like, I was like, that guy looks like Lurch from the Adams family. And I looked at him, I'm like,
0: oh fuck, it's Lurch from the Adams family. Oh my god, it is Lurch from the Adams yeah. family.
1: Yeah. Uh, I didn't like him. I just, I mean, he didn't say much, but like he stood out not because he's a fucking giant. But he stood out as just, like, not fitting. Like, I would rather some of those background people, especially after... Um, I'm, I'm curious to watch the director could see if they expand upon any of those of the True Knot members because besides the Chunk guy...
0: And Crow Daddy none was the rest great. Of them, Yeah,
1: None of the rest of them really talk, but, like, Mike Flanagan went deep into their background, so, like, the featurettes go over, like, stuff they're wearing is pertinent to, like, like them getting well, it years later. One then, of them is his brother. One of them is just a. One uh, of,
0: all of them have names.
1: Yeah, oh well, yeah. They, well, like, I think like, they have bigger parts them, probably in the book.
0: Yeah, like Apron Annie, Harry yeah. the Trunk, Grandpa Flick, Silent what your, Sary. What would your Diesel true not be? Doug.
1: Samantha the Blanket?
0: No. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> be funny. Yes, yes. Samantha the Blanket. Um, that's, that's, that's it. Yes. I'm not even going to try to do an alliterative one. Cause it seems like mine mullet. would just
1: be mullet. Like that just sounds like a, a true, not name. You're no, mullet. you'd have
0: to be like, like misogynistic mullet or something. Like, excuse you. It has you. to be like, like apron Annie or silent Sari, diesel Doug.
1: Crow daddy. Short Eddie. Rose the hat. Yes. Short Eddie. That sucks. <laughs> short
0: Eddie. <laughs> Cause it is short Eddie. <laughs>
1: Hey, guys, can I get a new name? Shut up, Short Eddie. Um, so, do you have anybody else for LVP? No. No, I don't. Like, there's there's nobody, right?
0: There's not anyone.
1: Oh. Cool, that's good to hear. Excuse
0: I'm so sorry. There wasn't anyone significant enough. Four o'clock
1: in the afternoon, you're yawning like it's midnight. Um, well, would you rather it be him than Kid Danny? I
0: don't think I don't think that anyone else had a significant enough part.
1: My other problem I think with Kid Danny is he looked the most, he was the furthest away from looking like, you know who he looked like? He looked like a Danny Cooksey, who was a Budnick on Salute Your Shorts. He was also the other kid in Terminator 2. He was a kid on, like, Different Strokes as well. He just looked like a shitty kid actor. Okay. That's also why he bothers me. Um, It's up
0: to you. It's in your court. Let
1: me just look through real quick just to see. I like the mom. I like the dad. But, Yeah. Yeah. Ewan I guess... Ewan McGregor
0: could have been the,
1: the Oh any other movie, he's the MVP by far. But Rebecca Ferguson just owns this. Uh yeah, we'll go with we'll go with Grandpa Flick. Uh Carol Strukian is his name. Carol Strookion, the LVP of Man, this guy's name's hard to write. Okay, I figured it out. For Dr. Sleep. Anything else? I For just, Dr. Sleep before we've really already gone an enjoy hour. It. I'm s i am I knew you would. Now Can you please? No. You've enjoyed Dr. Sleep. You enjoyed it. What harm is there? You weren't, like, when you were here sitting watching, you didn't, like, shriek or yell or jump. Like, you're not, you're not, you are not an active movie watcher.
0: Yes, I am. Not even in theaters, you're not. In
1: theaters, you're not. You're not, like, hooting and hollering and yelling and laughing no, and doing whatever. No, I hate when people do that in the movies. Exactly. So you're not going to do what you want Trying to fucking so watch so the, the next movie. One of these, why are you going
0: to fucking make noise? The next noise one of these that comes that up. I'm sitting watching a movie. That
1: I want to go to. Will you fucking go?
0: Is somebody going to babysit Jalen Jalen? I'm go well, to see I that. I know movie. that. Yes. Uh-oh. What? My belly. I just farted.
1: Well, that was the first time in this episode I would have had to have edit. So, unfortunately, that's staying in. <laughs> but will you go? Uh, no. Cool, great. I'll just have to wait to watch it again. A year later. Score time.
0: Maybe I'll go. Depends how nice to me you are.
1: What uh, What are you giving it?
0: You You go first. I read the box. You okay. go
1: first. So I had to. I was back and forth between two scores because I wasn't sure what my. I couldn't remember for sure what my Shining score was. I can't put this above The Shining. It's not a 10. As much as I said, I think those last 5 to 10 minutes to me, for me personally, <sighs> drag it down just enough. I think it is very fair, and I think it is almost an honor for me to give this movie the same score I gave The Shining. So I'm going to give it a 9.5. I'm giving it a 9. 9? Okay.
0: I really, really loved this movie. I'm glad you did. I really liked it.
1: So a 9.25 for Doctor Sleep is awesome. But yeah, it's it just has that twinge and i this will only age better with me over time just i just
0: really enjoyed it i thought it just told the story i feel like the shining should have told in parts of it i guess maybe i i just like the literal
1: it gets more into your speed kind of things yes it de- it definitely does yes. and that's part of the reason why i and thought I you would like it i think
0: that's why i like it a lot more yeah. the shining i I think I'll have a better appreciation if I go and watch it again because of this movie. Put on whatever you want. Nope.
1: Next time on the Wrap It Up series in about three weeks' time will be Oceans 8. We watched Oceans 11, 12, and 13 uh, several years ago. Hooray. Um, Cool. This time, it's nothing but women. That means I'll love it. Uh, Like I said. No, yeah, maybe you're right.
0: Misogynistic <laughs> mullet. But next
1: week is the 2019 live-action Aladdin that we are hopefully going to be watching with Jillian today when she wakes up from her now. But for now, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe every you your mm. podcast. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio, as we mentioned earlier on in the show. For bonus content, the network's game series is going to start they're going to be very short to bridge it probably takes us about an hour hour and a half to play a game and samantha takes way too much time to make decisions sometimes so it's going to be a lot of editing we may even throw some videos in there who knows it's because it's tell
0: me before we do the video it is all a
1: visual game i don't want to tell you anything um but uh that'll be there as well as the stack series we got a lot of bonus content coming for you in married with movies land made with movies at gmail.com let's what you think of the show Facebook.com slash Movies at Mary w. movies on Twitter. Um, and also, I'll do a plug uh, here. Podswoggle Podcast, the wrestling podcast entertainment that I've been hosting for the past 10 years, is wrapping up after 10 years with its 500th episode, which, from when you're listening to this, will be in a week's time. Uh, if you could listen to that show before it goes out, I'd appreciate it. If you don't like wrestling, it's really just six best friends Laughing, making fun of each other, hanging out, having a good time—it's been an absolute pleasure and blast hosting that show. Um, if you're if you're now listening to the show because you want you've, you like me and have followed me, thank you. I don't I don't know why, but um, but this is where you can hear me. And thank you for your support and welcome aboard. Um, but yeah, if you don't listen, if you just listen to this show, and I don't listen to Potsville. Give it a listen before it wraps up. You won't be disappointed. Anything else, Samantha?
0: No.
1: Would you like to shine? I do. You do shine? Yes. What am I thinking right now?
0: That's not what everyone's shine is. What the, well, I bring should. out the best in others.
1: Oh my you're so good God, wrap show. up the show. From mullet. This is mullet.
0: Signing out for this week's episode of Married Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch.
1: Slash the movies. They're going to hear how that's horse shit right now. From what horseshit you said before we started recording. Can-man. That's mine. I'm the can-man. Cans! He was a can-man!
0: Can-man. Can-man. <laughs> can-man. like at the start of when we used to go to movies i don't know if you remember this when we actually go see movies in theaters there's something called previews and these previews had like obviously like coca-cola advertisements and one of them was like that although you don't have a can of coke like it made that sound you don't have a can of coke in the theater it's from a one of those coke one machines whatever they're called what are those called